Maybe we should talk a little bit about astrology. Sure thing. What, what I am actually curious about your opinions is because I've, I've, I've mixed feelings about it. I've heard a lot of different things. I, I'm quite sceptical in nature and like, like to look at spirituality from a very scientific side. And especially with like the commercialization of like tarot cards and things like that. I do have that sceptical hat on for a lot of it. So I'm curious to see what your opinions are. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of similar. So I like to... I like to take a combination of spiritual thinking and then also logical, critical, data-based, you know, reality thinking and see what they have in common. So, but astrology is is an interesting one because in a way there's no kind of standardized test for it. You know, you can't simulate it in a lab and get results in the same way that you could about, for example, a supplement or an exercise regime. Like it's, it's, it requires a little bit of subjective thinking and opinion, I, in my opinion. Um, but that being said, I think the concepts behind it kind of make sense. So if you consider, for example, the moon and its magnetic effects on the vast amount of water on Earth, supposedly it influences, it either completely uh, controls or it influences a little bit the tides um, of the oceans on, on Earth, which is a huge thing. Like, that's no trivial thing. To manipulate and be able to move that amount of water requires a huge amount of energy, which is being transferred either magnetically or otherwise from the moon to the Earth. So it's very obvious that planets... I mean, obviously, right, in the solar system, planets have an effect on each other and on the things on the planet. For example, like gravity, magnetic in, uh, influences, and electromagnetic influences, and with regards to things like the solar radiation, sunspot activity, that kind of stuff. So the foundation is kind of already there, in my opinion, from a scientific point of view. We know that, you know, magnetic, electromagnetic radiation and light have a huge impact on things, you know, just to reduce it to its most basic elements. So then when you then also consider that we are electromagnetic beings, uh, we, we transmit and receive electrical signals and we're made of something like 90% water, which is a conductor of electricity and responds to the moon and various different astrological influences. That's why, for me, it kind of makes sense that there's something going on. There's, there must be some kind of effect based on astrological movements. And I don't know, it's, it's just one of those things, like it makes a lot of sense to me based on knowing those things. And then, so then from a spiritual perspective, I think, in my opinion, it's more like a default kind of programming that a person has that if you don't become aware of it or change it, that will become like your kind of default pattern of behavior. And many spiritual traditions have this, and they, they call it the, the archetypal system or prenatal patterns, ancestral roots and ancestral destiny. They all kind of mean similar things. So to say like a person when they're born has this kind of path that they will naturally go through, whether it's a type of personality, you know, the type of person they'll be, the things they'll do, their what their triggers will be, their wounds or what they'll... These different things, I think... Many of them are predestined to an extent, but I think it's more like a default thing where you can change it. But if you don't, if you're not aware of it, and if you do nothing and just kind of let life push you around where it wants to push you around, that's not not destiny, but that's the most likely path that you will go down. And yeah, so and I think if you if you read a lot of astrological kind of predictions and summaries, if, I don't know if you've ever done like an astrology uh, chart or a, a natal chart or anything like that. I've, I've done like. TikTok equivalents, never like actual like been to someone kind of thing. It, it's interesting what you say, especially because I've seen a lot of um, astrology like with uh, ancient civilizations from the call like, in the past. Like um, it, very popular in the past, and for like a, even a lot of religion was inspired from it as well. But but yeah, it, it is really interesting about what you say about the moon. I never really thought about like that. 
because obviously there is so much going on with our bodies in the universe that we can't even visualize or comprehend that there seems to be almost this underlying like mechanism behind it like you know progressing as long because there's a direction of evolution there seems to be almost a purpose and a direction that we're heading in yeah absolutely it does seem like there's a, a grand design behind things and another another thing i found very interesting which I don't want to say it proves that astrology is real because, again, I, I don't really have a strong opinion about that. I just kind of think there's something going on and I'm curious to find out what. But if you look at the ancient structures, like, for example, the pyramids, we talked about this before, the pyramids, the uh, different mega structures around the world. The people that built them obviously were far more advanced than we give them credit for. Like, for example, the pyramids, they can't even build those today. But the measurements between the different pieces of the pyramid and the different buildings, the alignments with certain constellations they knew things that we are only just discovering now about astrological cycles um orbits procession of the equinoxes and all of this astrological stuff that's really complex that we basically we barely know it now and we're just now discovering with our modern science the things that they knew thousands and thousands of years ago and built into their buildings literally so that makes me think let's not as a society let's not get too confident that we can rule things like that out because if they were right about that thousands of years ago, and we also then know that these civilizations put a huge emphasis on astrology and numerology and symbolism and all of these different things that we dismiss now, some of us dismiss as kind of crazy, maybe new agey, might might be true, might not be true. So that's that's the perspective I would take, is that if ancient civilizations that were far more advanced than, some of them even more advanced than we are now in certain regards, if they placed it that much importance on it and they built it into their buildings and structures and calendars and everything, there must be something about there. You know, there must be something behind it. So, 100%. I mean, it does, it, your evidence of the pyramids, it seems so impossible that they could have been built by some past civilization. Like, it almost seems that there must be something. But the issue is, yeah, we, we don't know what something is, do we? Like, um, it could be aliens. It could be an advanced evolution of humans. It could be... You know, even like some aliens playing a prank on us and it's not actually the truth, like just because we don't know for 100% sure. But yeah, honestly, like, because they've got the pyramids at the, um, I believe the coordinates is the exact speed of light, it's like a few decimal places, which is utterly crazy to have it that exact. So it, it does seem impossible to what that could be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to go on too, too much about the pyramids because maybe our maybe people will get bored, but it's, in my opinion, one of the most fascinating buildings on Earth, if not the most fascinating. I don't know if you've read a book called The The Great Pyramid Decoded. Have you read that book? I have not, no. That's fine. Not many people have. It's actually, uh, it's very complicated. I don't understand all of it, but the bits I do understand. Basically what this guy did, he spent his whole life researching the measurements of the Great Pyramid. So he measured everything, like the distance between the different chambers, what material they were made of, uh, the angles that they were, you know, built at, what they were pointing towards, everything. And he came up with this code that analysed these different measurements and interpreted it and kind of turned it into a language. And what he found is that the great in, within the Great Pyramid measurements, there is a whole language that describes unimaginable different things. Like it, it tells, it predicts different things that have happened in history. It predicts things that haven't even happened yet. It accurately shows and, and annotates different things about the world and how things we're just discovering now about modern science. That, to me, could not have been built by a human, uh, or at least not a human on on his own. 
you know that that shows to me some kind of divine influence yeah yeah now that, that's crazy do you, do you know how he's able to transfer like these angles and data is found into like how it predicts like past civilizations so you know he, there's a whole chapter actually yeah, uh, yeah I, I can't recite it off the top of my head because this it's this life it's this guy's life's work and he's incredibly intelligent yeah, yeah. with this but the first chapter of the book for anyone who wants to go and read uh, the great pyramid decoded he explains before he starts he tells like here is how i came to these conclusions about this measurement means this this one means this and so on okay yeah i'll have to check that out that's the great pyramids decoded yeah Perfect. But yeah, in terms of, because I know there's maybe there's people uh, listening who might think astrology, for example, is nonsense. Completely understand. You know, I understand that. Um, I don't have like a, like I said a strong opinion about it. So what I personally do is I have a folder on my computer where I've done most of the tests you can imagine online. So like I've done astrology tests, numerology readings, tests, uh, birth charts, moon readings, all of the different things you can imagine in the spiritual world. And I've just kind of put them all into a folder to see, do they have any similarities? Like, what is there in common with a numerology reading versus an astrology reading versus a tarot reading? Just to see, you know, are there any similarities? And in many cases there are, but any one specific reading I found isn't super accurate or it will have things that are not, you know, they don't quite match. So I think, the be- in my opinion, the best way of going about it is to take to take as many perspectives as you can and then just take a step back and think, you know, is there a sim- is there a pattern here, basically? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, what I like with um, astrology is because um, unlike religion where you, people get meaning from it and it can help them, astrology doesn't come with that dogmatic package of like fundamentalism that you have to follow. So I feel like if you believe in astrology, astrology like the absolute T, but it helps you, like, absolutely no issue with that even if it is a potential pseudoscience like if it helps you applies meaning into your life like that's an amazing thing and a much better alternative to something that uh, religion says it offers like like gives you the meaning but you know traps you into that mindset um and i, I see like um tarot card readings and stuff and sometimes it, it can feel like really personal and like it's just hit the spot with its prediction and uh, and if you go in with that mindset like it can really then help you like with the things that you're struggling with i feel like so i feel like it is definitely a better alternative to religion personally yeah yeah absolutely i mean there's there's uh there are downsides with organized religion and dogmatic thinking i whenever you have an ideology that imposes itself on others and says you have to think this way and there's no alternative there's no possibility of anything else being correct. That, in my opinion, is is quite dangerous. I mean, that's where you get various forms of extremism and religious wars, holy wars. I mean, this has happened throughout history. So, yeah, absolutely. I think the best way is to just take a step back a bit, you know, be open minded. Even if you if you feel like, you know, something is true, just be a, be a bit open minded. You know, it might not be that way. It might be slightly different or the truth might be somewhere in the middle combination of different beliefs and systems and ideas 100 percent. i mean I, I think that's what psychedelics have taught me as well like when i first went in uh, to having that psychedelic experience my whole world was completely destroyed everything that i thought was true was just completely blown up and you know because um <laughs> i feel like it's a, a metaphor for you know a lot of people have um 
especially in the science community, to be fair, like a, a materialistic paradigm where they believe everything is material. Um, but I feel like as soon as you enter that psychedelic experience, the whole spiritual realm, the idealistic kind of realm is opened up to you and you realise that everything is um, not all necessarily matter and that it's mutable and quantum-based and that you can literally change your reality. Yeah, 